0: Welcome to the Content Amplified Podcast, brought to you by Masset. Our goal is to help you get more from your marketing content. Each episode is a 10 to 15 minute interview with industry experts that share amazing insights to help you squeeze as much juice from your content as you possibly can. Here's today's interview.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Content Amplified Podcast. Today I'm joined by Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks man, super excited to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, if you could take just a minute and explain a little bit more about yourself so people can get familiar with you and your passions in marketing. Love to hear it and to kind of set the stage for the conversation today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I, I'm excited to be here. I would say like Content Amplified is what I do. So uh, the name of your show kind of jumped right out at me uh, when I had the opportunity to come on. Um, I, I come from a content marketing school through and through. Most of my background is in B2B tech and SaaS of some uh, variety or another. Got a lot of experience in cybersecurity and, and different forms of IT service delivery. and. I've really just been running the gamut of all things content, from you know blogs, ebooks, white papers, research reports, uh, sales enablement, social, organic. I often have a lot of dotted lines to uh, demand gen teams, product marketing teams, and um, if you can't tell, I've done a lot of startups and early stage companies, which is why I'm you know wearing a lot of these hats and, and bouncing around uh, quite a bit in the pinball machine, but good, clean, crisp storytelling kind of sits at the, the core of you know what I love to do and, and where I like to hang out. So looking forward to uh, digging in and, and chatting a bit more about that with you here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah, I love the the small business mentality wearing a lot of hats. That definitely rings true to me and something I enjoy about the small business side. So today's subject is a fun one. Um, it's also very relevant to the format of where you're hearing this <laughs> content. Um But today we're going to talk about how to start a podcast in 2023. Um, Brandon has done that. I have done that. And so it's a fun subject. Um, You know, a part of this conversation can be what works, what doesn't, should you, should you not, pros and cons. There's a lot to it. I I wouldn't say podcast is a magic bullet um, or a silver bullet and and by any means, but uh, I personally find it to be a great format to have really raw and organic, um, good conversations. So Brandon, what are your thoughts? Tell us about the podcast you started and your experience and let's start to dive in on how to make a podcast in 2023.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I I like kind of timestamping it because I feel like every year, uh, you know, it becomes slightly different of like, should I start it? What's the intended goal? Like what, what should I actually expect to get out of it? Uh, for sure. So a couple of good, like discovery questions in there up front before, you know, folks actually decide, do I want to do this? And and if yes, you know, what should it kind of look like? So, uh, we did. I, I, I was fortunate to uh, launch a, a, a what's been out to a pretty great start uh, podcast for a Corporate Finance Institute, where I am currently. Um, TLDR and the company, we offer a, a, an e-learning platform, online courses, certifications, training programs that are targeting corporate finance and banking professionals, financial modelers, analysts, uh, you know, wealth management advisors, things like that. Uh, and um, there's a ton of content that already existed when I got to uh, CFI uh, a lot of articles a lot of blog content some webinars a couple of new you know programs and channels that we stood up but no podcasts. so um, you know we're I'm always asking the question in, in the roles that I step into what channels are we not yet tapped into that might make sense for you know our, our target audience where can we provide more value where can we reach audiences in ways that we're not currently reaching them or, or showing up on their radar uh, and podcast is of course a great way to do that uh, some folks are going back into the office a lot of the folks that We serve still work in a bank or a financial services firm. So there's still a lot of in-office activity get them on their commute, right? Or grab folks on the treadmill for 30, 40 minutes, whatever it's going to be, right? Um, And uh, we went through a pretty good process. It took about, uh, I would say, maybe 45, 60 days of a kind of creative kickoff process to ask some of these important discovery questions that I'd encourage listeners to ask themselves as well. Stuff like, okay, what's the intended purpose of this podcast? Um, For us, it's really about brand awareness and getting, you know, on folks' radars Personally, I don't really tend to look at podcast as like a lead gen tool or something that kind of lives more like mid bottom funnel. For me, it's about brand awareness, visibility, a lot of thought leadership, um, a lot of education. I, I don't ever... Recommend doing a lot of uh, like hard selling or pitching via. I mean, maybe if you have a customer come on every once in a while that has a really killer story to share, sure, there, there's some opportunities to to do some soft mentions and connect some dots. But for me, um, the purpose of a podcast is to just be one of those hooks or magnets that gets somebody to say, "Oh, you know what? These folks are pretty sharp. I, I I like what I'm hearing from them. Let me dig in a little bit further and see what else they have." And that's where we get into other channels and other formats to kind of you know continue nurturing and, and moving folks you know throughout that journey. So, in the case of CFI. Uh, after some good brainstorming, uh, some done internal, by the way, and some with support from an outside agency. So we can we can maybe double back to that as well of like, you know, the the in-house versus outsource versus hybrid, uh, you know, when you actually start to, to get tactical and, and want to get something built out. But um, we kind of landed on, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll back up for just one second. Another sort of big piece of advice I'd recommend in these early stages, you got to like find your niche. Like what what kind of slice of the pie are you trying to grab with your podcast, Right. Like any other content channel, it's so saturated nowadays, you're not going to be the number one podcast for content marketing or for, you know, finance, right? It's just an unrealistic goal. So, uh, you want to start just like you would with SEO or something, you know, trying to go more long tail, more exact match, something a little bit more specific and, and not try to boil the ocean. So. For us, we identified a gap uh, by doing some research, seeing what else is out there, what competitors were up to, etc., and we found that there wasn't really enough out there that was career oriented for finance professionals. So we kind of stepped into that subcategory, and uh, we launched a podcast that's called Net Learnings, kind of a, a you know cute pun on like net earnings, but learnings, yep. you know, sort of being the, the takeaways and insights from the Love podcast. Love the title, uh, thanks. And um, Our focus is really on uh, kind of capturing advice, insights, career journey, and trajectory from folks that are at different stages of of their finance journey. But a lot of senior folks, a lot of managing partners and executives and and C-suite folks of like did you always think you were going to be in this field? How did you get started? You know, what advice would you give your younger self? Like what, what missteps and mistakes and, and you know, roadblocks did you hit along the way? Uh, share some of your war stories and give us some advice that others might, you know, take to, to avoid, you know, falling into some of those same sand traps and stuff like that. So we have a podcast that uh, is in a category that, that's pretty saturated and, and, you know, has no shortage of content in there. But we've got this nice little island of our own that uh, is a little bit more unique. That's really about, okay, you can come to Netler learnings, you can find uh, among each, each episode features a different guest. So we've got, you know, one kind of finance or banking leader per episode, and uh, you can sort of find based on where you are or where you see yourself or what journey you're on. Hopefully we'll have an episode that has a guest that kind of is already wearing those shoes, you know, has that t-shirt has gone through those motions and get to kind of learn from them and, and absorb and, and soak up, you know, what, uh, what they've done and, and, you know, what advice they might have to share to put you on that, uh, that particular path. I'll mention one other quick thing on that, because it, it, it uh, reminds me of another point that I do like to mention when chatting about podcasts specifically. Another one of those like discovery questions up front that you want to ask yourself is, um, do I want to build a show where in an ideal world, all of my listeners are excited about every episode? Or do I want to build something that is not necessarily like all things to all people, but it's very relevant and very valuable in those little pockets and in those segments. So we're a little bit more in the latter camp. Uh, Net Learnings is not necessarily designed to say no matter what type of finance professional you are, every episode is going to be this incredible journey. Ger- now, if you're really into it and you want to get a you know a sprinkling of different verticals and different applications and such, sure, there's a lot in there. But I think we skew a little bit more toward the you don't need to be hooked on to every single episode, but the ones that you do find that are very relevant to your career path and journey or the ones that really feature guests that resemble where you want to see yourself several years down the road, you know you're, you're just gonna be chomping at the bit for the insights for, from those particular episodes. So again, that, just a, another kind of item on the list of questions of like how to sort of frame and think about what's the goal, who's my intended audience, you know, when and where in the journey do I want people to, to capture value? It's very difficult to, to as with any content channel, to uh you know be everything for everybody all at once, right? So I I do encourage folks to kind of pick a niche both in terms of like topic selection, category, and vertical, as well as to think about, you know, who do I want to be in the room, so to speak, listening, watching, et cetera, for various episodes. Yeah, I
1: love that. So you've outlined a really good process to say, okay, should I basically, should I start a podcast, right? Is my audience going to be receptive to that? Who is my audience And I love how you put it, but really, how can I provide value? How can I provide value that isn't already being served up, that does tie into my business, that shows that I know what I'm doing, but at the same time, how do I provide value to my ideal customer? And then really asking some of these other hard questions of like, where is my content going to be consumed, right? You know, I think that's a good point about, well, should I have every episode? Are they just going to be subscribed to my podcast and they're going to listen through everything just like a Netflix series? Or is this content possibly going to live on my website or somewhere else where it's a little bit easier to kind of pick and choose some of those specific subjects, things like that. So I think this is a fantastic model for saying, okay, cool. I understand what I'm going to do. I understand that I'm going to do it. Once you do that logistically, you know, those first few episodes, like just trying to get them out, just trying to understand like the nature of running a podcast podcast. Yep. What do you recommend? What are your first like initial thoughts? Okay, cool. You're going to do it. Where do I go from there?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, I'll give a couple of thoughts on that. Uh, number one, whenever possible, I would really encourage folks to invest in just a little bit of hardware and software. You could see you and I are chatting on some decent, you know, mics and headphones. We're using Riverside to record this, which is a great, you know, virtual remote accessible podcast platform. Zencaster is also great and and budget friendly. There's, uh, you know, higher end stuff like Open Reel and, and real, you know, fancier higher end remote recording technologies. Um, this is maybe a $60, $75 USB mic. These are just some over the counter ear, but you don't have to break the bank to, to get started. Yeah. The reason I really push for that, you're automatically going to sound better than half of what's out there if you just get a, a little bit of decent hardware and, and software. Setup, Absolutely. Right? If, if you're just going, uh, you know, direct into laptop mic recording over Zoom or something, you know, you're going to get out what you put in. So um, I, I, I love to see when folks are willing to uh, invest a little bit there. In fact, at CFI, what we've done, because I, I was kind of a stickler for that from the jump, um, we've actually built uh, a couple of uh, like podcast kits. So I've got um, a Pelican case. Now this is a little bit more expensive, right? We probably spent about 1200 bucks uh, to, to get this together. But yeah. uh, I've got a Pelican case with a decent Logitech webcam in it, a, a decent Shure microphone, a pair of cans, um, a little ring light and uh all the cabling that you would need and we'll actually ship that out to folks if there's a guest that we're really excited to interview but they don't have anything you know any relevant hardware maybe they're working from home they just don't have a a, you know media setup necessarily uh we'll ship that out you know to them for a couple of days record the podcast give them a prepaid label to ship it back so that that's obviously farther along and a little bit more mature in the journey but like just to give you a sense of like yeah like I, i i really do invest and believe in uh just a massive difference that you get when, when you're willing to, you know, have a proper equipment set up. So that's a big piece of it. Um, Another uh, kind of piece of advice I would give on that your first few episodes are not going to be your best and that's fine. Um, Do not let, uh, you know, perfect be the enemy of good, uh, especially when getting right out of the gate. Uh, I would apply that to a lot of content marketing i'd apply it to a lot of create i mean i'm a musician as well you can tell from some of what's behind me here hanging on the wall uh, same advice on that front like just get into the rhythm of it get a cadence going like you know just just do the thing you'll get better as time goes on you'll polish things up you know don't be afraid to, to you know stumble and fall flat and and you know have uh, you know your first few episodes look like they are you know your first few episodes right um In terms of other logistics and such, you and I were actually talking about this briefly before we uh, pressed record. Uh, Great to have a backlog when you can. Uh, And what I mean by that is um, front-loading a couple of interviews. You know, if you're going to publish one episode per week or one episode every two weeks, you're going to sleep a lot better at night and you're going to be a little bit more comfortable with your editorial calendar and production schedule if you're not, uh, you know, doing post-production on something late Monday, trying to schedule it for the following morning, you know, to ship on Tuesday, right? I I do like to publish uh, on Tuesdays, by the way, as a small note there as well, just to good good kind of time of the week in general. And I've, I've seen, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've seen kind of best engagement for, for this type of content in my own personal experience. Um, But you want to try to front load and and have a little bit of a backlog, uh, whenever possible. So they aren't scrambling to get content out the door, uh, and really invest in, uh, what I might describe as, um, like some of the peripheral content that's related to the episode. So like we're doing this interview right now, that's like the core asset, right? That's the hero of this podcast. We've got, you know, audio if you're listening, or of course, you know, we've got our video here if you're watching, um. But that's just one piece of it, right? We should be uh, thinking about um, taking this and, and grabbing some of our our better you know golden nuggets throughout the episode and, and extracting those out as shorter clips that we can use you know on social different platforms, especially places like uh, TikTok or like YouTube Shorts. Some of these. I don't want to call them newer channels, but places that are really booming right now in terms of like short form yeah. tutorial, like how to, you know, very quick hits of like, teach me how to do X in, you know, 30 seconds or 60 seconds, or, or just, just enough to kind of whet the appetite. So uh, repurposing and extracting clips, having uh, quote cards, right. And and again, in terms of like budget or resourcing, like I've worked with a lot of folks that will say, well, we don't really have a marketing department. I, I don't know that I have resources for this Canva, you know, I, I'm uh, like, the, the stuff is out there. And, and it's become, more accessible than ever. Right. Um, a lot of tools, I think Riverside might do this actually the one that we're in right now. A lot of these, uh, recording tools will automatically render a transcript for you. Great. Take yeah. that transcript, go over to a uh, chat drop that in there and say, Hey, um, give me, you know, four or five social media posts I can use to promote this episode. Right. So that the, I could do a whole separate rant on some of these AI tools and what I like and don't like about them, but in some ways, like in the ways that make sense, not to, Replace good strategic work and creative thinking, but to sort of outsource low-level production and administrative work, you should absolutely be leveraging ChatGPT, Jasper, whatever Midjourney, if you need help building creative and imagery and stuff, whatever it is. But take advantage of these tools to round out your primary episode with all those other kind of secondary, tertiary assets that uh, you know can can help build it out. So. That, that, there's probably a couple of things we could chat about in, in terms of like the logistics of like ramping up. I, I might've jumped gun a little bit more toward, uh, you know, once you're actually recording and have stuff out in the wild, like how to promote and syndicate and, and squeeze more value out of it. But in terms of other logistics and stuff, um, have a good, clean process through which you can like set expectations for guests. Again, you did a nice job of this before we jumped on here. We just chatted for five minutes about like here's what the flow of the conversation is going to be like. Here's the types of questions that I might ask you. It's going to be very conversational. You know, uh, you want to make people feel comfortable and minimize any sort of like deer in the headlights, you know, potential. So, uh, giving people a good sense of what we're going to talk about, what we're not going to talk about, uh, giving guests the opportunity and creating some space for them to share any notes or comments or bullets ahead of time, maybe there's something they really are excited to talk about or or a couple of bullet points that they want to make sure they squeeze into that conversation. So um, in the same way that you might invite someone to speak at a conference or to participate in a webinar, right? I'd say a lot of the same kind of logic applies, uh, but just thinking about how to apply that to this format, which in general tends to be a little bit shorter form than maybe a webinar or a keynote address or something like that. Uh, and, and I guess really, you know, maybe on a similar note to some of those other formats, thinking about, uh, how to tailor your expertise and value to the intended audience of the show. Right. So here we're, we're speaking to marketers, content creators, right. Folks that would presumably be thinking about, okay, you know, from a business perspective, does it make sense for me to launch a podcast? Uh, if I was going to be having a conversation about podcasting with, audio engineers and producers well that's going to look a little bit different right so knowing the audience and and you know the the best guests will be able to uh kind of pivot and tailor and and adapt you know their craft to to you know whoever they're hoping is is on the other end listening and as a good host and as a good producer you know you want to uh kind of coax that stuff out of out of your guests right one other thing i'll say on it too um Depending on the size of the org and, and, you know, again, the intended goal of the podcast, some of those other discovery questions that we got at earlier, um, internal buy-in is huge. I've I've really seen it kind of make or break. Um, That includes everything from getting like top-down buy-in of like why we're doing this again, how are we going to measure it, all that stuff I I was alluding to earlier. What's our, you know, kind of ideal like growth, you know, rate and ramp in terms of listenership and such, but also you can't sleep on the, the value of having, you know, if you've got a company that has 50 employees, well, there's 50 social shares right there. There that you got to tap into once that new episode goes live. So even if you have a small org, 10, 15 people, right, real small kind of early stage company, or just a small business in general, um, you've probably got employees that have very different networks that have, you know, to the nth degree connections and, and so on and so forth. So Don't underestimate the power of uh, just the sharing and and kind of employee advocacy. Um, We uh, take steps on my end to uh, kind of craft posts that are designed for others to share. So we'll do something. We'll say, hey, we just published a great new episode. Here's a link to what we posted from our corporate account. You can go share and amplify that. That's kind of the the, the minimum that I would ask, right. Kind of the basic, uh, kind of evangelizing and, and, and amplifying. And if you're willing to go a step further, here's a couple of, you know, pre-written posts that you can actually personalize and make your own. And and then you're not just sharing and amplifying what we've done, but you're actually creating a new post about it. And, you know, again, depends on the type of business that you're running, but, um, if you're in B2B, if you're in SaaS, you know, if you're trying to move units, sales folks love this stuff, right? This is quality ammo that you're giving them that, that is allowing them not to, uh, Just talk about, uh, hey, sign up for the demo that we're running next week, but it allows them to fill their feed with stuff that's more education focused. And, you know, hopefully we'll do a better job of, you know, kind of helping them with social selling and building reputation. And, you know, I've I've never met a a good sales rep that is. tired of having good quality content, you know, lobbed over the fence for marketing for for them to use. So uh, really would encourage folks to take advantage of all those internal opportunities before you then start to go outside your own four walls and, you know, do your cold outreach. Hey, I I just, and and that's like, you know, let me, um, identify like experts in this particular topic or space and say, Hey, I just had such and such on an episode. You know, we're talking about a lot of stuff I've seen you blog about or post on LinkedIn about very similar topics. I think this episode could be valuable to your readers, you know, uh, kind of warm introductions in in the way that folks maybe used to ask for uh, like backlinks and guest blogs and stuff. I feel like we're seeing a lot more of that more on like the podcast and webinar front as, as those mediums tend to uh, take a little bit more center stage these days than maybe they were doing uh, several years ago, at least in, 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 you know, kind of B2B and, and, day to day business, obviously, podcast's have been around forever, yeah,
1: I love it. Well, that is extremely valuable advice. you know the the process of when should you do it, how should you do it, how you get started, how you grow it and scale it, super valuable. My two cents on the whole subject, really, if you feel like it checks enough boxes, the only way to understand if podcasting is good for your business is to try it out and give it an honest effort. I've heard something like 25 episodes, like you're better Mm -hmm. off than most podcasts, or I I don't know the exact number, but it might even be less than that. But really, if you can go out there and just say, I'm going to commit to 20 episodes, you know, something that's good enough content that if you ended up, you know, stopping your podcast, that everyone would be happy with the level of content, just commit to that and say, okay, cool. At the end of it, what were our goals and do we accomplish it? But you will never know if podcasting works for you or not, if you never do it. Yeah, And that's, totally uh, that is so, so helpful to just dive in. Same with all the different kinds of content marketing. If you never publish a piece of content, you'll never know if it worked.
0: For sure. And yeah, you know, I I, I really love the point of, I, I don't have a magic number either in terms of number of episodes. I'm sure it varies, you know, depending on a lot of the factors we've been discussing here, but uh, set that kind of benchmark of like, okay, when are we going to decide if this thing is working or not? You know, it's the the, the easy like joke or parallels. Like you go to the gym for one day, you wake up in the next morning and look in the mirror and you're like, you know, why am I not ripped yet? Well, you know, it takes time. You're, you're literally yep. building new muscle when you tap into some of these new channels and, and, you know, try to stand things up differently. So set those benchmarks, figure out what you're comfortable with, what that sort of risk reward ratio looks like. The other thing I, I would add on to your comments as far, like, in the grand scheme of a lot of these different channels and, and, you know, content formats, podcast is relatively low risk. You're not going to yeah. do uh you know, a bunch of brand or reputation damage. You're not going to tank pipeline, you know, unless you're, you know, meaningfully taking resources away from, I don't know, some proven part of the business that's working well, which, you know, wouldn't necessarily recommend, uh, you're, you're unlikely to do a lot of harm. So it's a, it's a somewhat safe space to play and as opposed to, I don't know, SEO can be very volatile, PR and media, you know, you start to get a little bit more into reputation management and, and, you know, has a little bit of a different weight to it. Uh, But take the time and, and, you know, just recognize that this is a relatively safe and fun sandbox to play in. And and therefore you can, uh, you know, get away with a little bit more experimenting perhaps than on some other traditional channels that are a little bit more rigid or, or a little bit more, uh, you know, tight in terms of what you can get away with. Yeah. Awesome. Love it.
1: Well, Brandon, thanks for coming on and sharing your insights. Um, if anyone wants to continue the conversation with you, how can they connect with you online?
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Ben. Uh, and thanks again for having me on. This was a ton of fun. Um, would love to connect with any uh, listeners on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm sure we can add a link to show notes. I'm, I'm just LinkedIn yep. slash in slash Brandon Garson, but we'll drop that in the show notes as well. Uh, and yeah, always love to chat. Um, love to network, uh, whether it's podcasting, all things content marketing, cyber, right? IT. um I'm, I'm around, so I uh, would love to uh, hear from some folks. Hopefully this was uh, of some value. And if anyone's out there uh, in the early stage of launching their podcasts or, or thinking about it and looking for some tips or advice or, or found any of this uh, rambling uh, helpful, love to hear from you. Absolutely, again, thank you so much. This is awesome, appreciate it. Cool, thanks man, take care. Thank you for listening to the Content Amplified Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. And for additional ways to get more out of your content, visit our website at getmasset.com. That's getmasset.com. And tune in next time to the Content Amplified podcast.